3 a.m. Tales of Terror contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to 3 a.m. Tales of Terror, where we tell you stories of the paranormal. I'm your host, Jamie. And I'm your co-host, Charlie. And I'm super excited for this episode. It is the Island of the Dolls. Which I requested we do. Yes. So, um, we have a little bit of history on the island, and then we have a short story from somebody that I found online about it. So, we can get right into the history also. There, it is, you know, it is in Mexico, but I did take out a lot of, well, there wasn't a lot of Spanish in here to begin with. The only thing is just the name of the island in Spanish. So, hopefully we don't mess up too much. <laughs> okay, so the story of La Isla de las Munecas, or the Island of the Dolls, is imme- is intimately entwined with the story of Don Julian Santana Barrera, a native of Xochimilco, a borough of Mexico City. Don Julian left his wife and family sometime in the mid-20th century to sequester himself on an island, Teshuilo Lake. His reasons for doing so are hazy at best, but as soon became clear, Santana Barrera was not necessarily of sound mind. Not long after relocating, he made a chilling discovery on the shores of his land. The body of a young girl drowned in the lake. A doll came floating down the canal shortly after, changing the course of Santana Barrera's life and the shape of the island for years to come. Alone on the island, Barrera took the doll and hung it from a tree in order to appease the spirit of the deceased girl. But, at least in the eyes of the man who now considered himself the island's caretaker, the one doll was not enough. For the next 50 years, Santana Barrera would scrounge dolls from the trash and from the canals and hang them from the island's many trees. Some he'd hang whole, others in various states of disrepair, headless, torsoless, or taken apart in other ways. These don't sound like the actions of a person with a healthy grasp on reality, and indeed, there are many doubts surrounding his legend. The biggest question? The reality of the little girl who died. Many people, including Don Julian's own family, didn't believe that he ever found the girl, although whether they believe he made it up, imagined the experience, or was somehow mistaken is unclear. What is clear is that whether the girl existed or not, Don Julian devoted the rest of his life to her, and perhaps the creepiest of all, at the end of his life, had clear ties to the story of the drowned child. In 2001, Don Julian Santana Santana Barrera passed away. His body was discovered, you guessed it, drowned in the canal in the exact place he always said he'd seen the little girl. In response, tourists began flocking to the island to pay tribute. They brought dolls of their own, and to this day, people honor both Santana Barrera and the girl, whether she was real or not, by hanging up dolls in tribute. You can do so, too. Many fairies stop here, making it a macabre must-see on any tour of these ancient Aztec canals. After the death of Santana, the island became a tourist attraction. The place began gaining fame in 1943 when Mexican filmmaker Emilio Fernandez filmed Maria Candelaria there. A significant number of international and local channels have featured articles on the island, including the Huffington Post, Travel Channel, and ABC News. 
The dolls are still on the island, which is accessible by boat. The island was featured on the Travel Channel's show Ghost Adventures and the Amazon Prime show Lore. It was also featured in BuzzFeed Unsolved. Shane Madesh, a firm skeptic of the paranormal, has asserted that he believes in the legends about the island. The island was also used for the episode Estas son las manitas, season 1, episode 10, of the Spanish TV comedy Nosotros los guapas for Televisa where the main characters, Victor and Albertano, are left behind on the island by irritated Doña Cuca. As night falls, they are rescued by the local emergency crews and end up on the news. The Island of the Dolls is an hour and a half from Embarcadero Cumanco. The only access is via Trajinera. Most rowers are willing to transport people to the island, but there are those who refuse due to superstitions. The journey, approximately one hour, includes a tour of the ecological area, the uh, Aholote Museum, the Apataloco. I told you I tried to take out most of the Spanish. Hold on. Where are you at? The Apatlaco Canal and the Teshulu Lagoon and Lorena Island. In addition to hundreds of dolls, the island also contains a small museum with articles from local newspapers about both the island and the previous owner. There is a store and three rooms, one of which seems to have been used as a bedroom. In this room, you can see the first doll that Santana collected, as well as Aguasanita, his favorite doll. Some of the visitors place offerings around the dolls in exchange for miracles and blessings, and some others change their clothes and maintain it as a form of worship. Also, I just looked it up on my phone, but a trajinera is a big, colorful, like, painted boat. Like, it's just an, uh, here, I'll show you a picture of it, Charlie, but it's like, it, it's just a big, colorful boat, pretty much. I mean, they're like, see, they're just, so, Um. it's just a boat, basically, but it's big and colorful. In case you didn't know what that was. <laughs> I have seen the episode on Ghost Adventures. You have? Yes. And um, it was pretty freaky, so I know what the island looks like. Yeah. Um, lots of dolls. I, I know, know what it looks like. I, I mean, I, when I was researching, I obviously yeah. found a lot of pictures of it, too. And I know uh, Scared to Death did this as an episode a long time ago now, yeah, I think. But, but on, yeah. on Ghost Adventures, the, um, the creepiest part was they kept, a doll kept, speaking yeah like one of those pull strings yeah. but none of the dolls had pull strings or batteries or anything yeah Mm-mm. so that would mm, that would freak me out yeah <laughs> i would like to go see it i think i would go i mean mexico's not hard to get to but yeah i think it would be cool to go see and definitely ride in one of those trajineras because yeah. they're pretty really cool i'll post pictures of that on online too so that way um you guys know Okay, so now we're going to get into the story that I found. Probably found it on... Oh, it was a creepypasta. So, found it on creepypasta. Okay, so there have been reports of people give of people going missing after vacationing at the island off the coast of California. Reports say that once the captain of the boat arrived to pick them up, there were only the sounds of screams and giggles coming from the woods. I always assumed that these were just rumors, legends, and hoaxes, but... Now I know how wrong I really was. The events that took place on that hellish island have scarred me for life. This is my story. 
Come on, honey, we're going to be late for the boat ride to the island, I said to my wife as I tapped my fingers against the small table near the door as I checked the time on my watch. Just a few more moments, she shouted. I smiled as I watched the clock tick on. After about 10 minutes, I was finally tired of waiting for her, so I shouted, We're going to be late if we don't leave right now. She walked down the stairs carrying her purse, wearing a bright red dress, and she would smile when looking at you. Okay, now we can go. Don't get your panties in a bunch. We'll make it right on, we'll make it on time. Don't worry. We hurried to our car and got in. I started the engine and drove us to the restaurant, which was placed next to the dock that overlooked a beautiful dark swamp. When we finally arrived at the restaurant, as I had expected, we missed our reservation. We still managed to get our seats aboard the floating restaurant. I apologized to the waiter for how late we were and ordered a small portion of fish and chips. The waiter accepted my request. My wife ordered the same meal with a glass of wine. While waiting for our meal, it was eventually time for the boat to make its way through the dark, murky waters and to the island. We felt a barge thrust as the engine started. We sat relaxed on the boat, heading to the famous Island of the Dolls. We were so happy together. Everything about that moment was perfect. We dined under the faint glow of the moonlight as our boat slowly drifted its way through the dark and lonely swamp. But we were happy because we had each other. Later on, we went under the deck and fell asleep in each other's arms, and that's when I had an intimidating dream. I was with my wife. We sat for a while just staring at each other. She started to cry and then walked away into total darkness. I blinked, and when I reopened my eyes, she was replaced with a doll that had a malicious, stitched frown on its face. The doll was also disfigured and mutilated. I couldn't stop staring at it. Something about the way it looked just made me continue to stare. The dream lasted for what felt like days. When I awoke, I awoke screaming. Soaked with sweat from my night terror, I sat up in bed motionless. The dream was so vivid and just awful. I didn't think I would be able to fall back asleep. I lay awake in the bed, caressing my wife's long, dark, flowing hair as the cruise softly and silently drifted through the pitch-black waters of that cursed swamp. I held my wife close for the rest of the night. Eventually, I did fall asleep. I woke up with a jolt from my wife. We're here, she said happily. We got organized and dressed. I remembered my dream from the previous night and shivered. Finally, it was time to enter the island of the dolls. I was a bit shocked when I first saw the island, the way the dolls just hung there. They looked like they were staring at you. But the thing that scared me the most was how lonely the island was. Even with the dolls and people, it still felt lonely. I was filled with fear and anguish as I watched the old and tattered dolls sway in the soft breeze. Something about the dolls here was odd, to say the least. It felt as if they were alive at one point. I felt as if they contained the trapped soul of a person in pain. I would have left the island right then and there, but I sucked up my fear like a man and continued on with the tour group. I noticed something odd. All the people, even my wife, seemed to be in a trance. I hadn't talked to her since we had gotten off the boat. I asked my wife, so are you enjoying the tour? She did not reply. I asked her once again, so are you enjoying the tour? Still no reply. My heart sank and the air fell silent. The wind stopped blowing and the birds stopped chirping. Terrified, I grabbed my wife and shook her with no response. I closed my eyes and pinched myself, saying, this can't be real, this can't be real, over and over again until I felt safe. I then opened my eyes and saw a thick black mist circling me slowly, coming closer and closer. In shock, I stood still. The mist was coming nearer and nearer until it hit me. Once the mist touched me, I reopened my eyes and it seemed as if everything was back to normal. My wife then turned to me and said something in a comforting voice. 
Is everything okay, honey? I once again sucked up my fear and continued on and replied to my wife, Yeah, everything's great. She replied, All right, I thought for a second that you were a little afraid of some dolls. I just laughed softly and said nothing. The tour group continued through the dense, swampy island without event for a while until my wife grabbed me by the arm and said, let's leave this stupid tour and have some real fun. I smiled and laughed. My wife's adventurous spirit was something I loved most about her. We walked off alone into the forested swamp, just the two of us. When we were alone, I felt closer to her than I had at any other time during our relationship. Everything was great. We were laughing and telling each other stories the whole time we were in the forest. We were truly in love, and I felt happy when I was with her. My wife laughed and grabbed one of the dolls off a tree and said jokingly, How do people think that this is scary? I hesitantly laughed at her joke. She then threw the doll to the ground, and just before it landed, she once again fell into a trance-like state. Filled with fear, I shook her and yelled, Don't mess with me. Just then, I noticed behind her was a dark mist which I had seen earlier. We have to go right now, I shouted, but I was paralyzed to my spot. The mist was behind her swirling around in a shape of some kind of humanoid. While screaming for my wife to run, I shouted at the creature, Don't touch her! The creature stopped moving and disbanded into the air. It then reformed right behind me and whispered into my ear with a voice straight from hell, Her soul is mine now. I shouted as loudly as I could, Fuck you! Just then, the creature moved over to my wife and pulled her into the deep, murky waters of the swamp. I collapsed to the ground, feeling defeated and angry, when behind me, I heard the faint sounds of children laughing. The sound grew louder and louder until it was deafening. I screamed in pain as the ear-piercing laughter caused me great pain, and all of a sudden, the laughter stopped, and out of the dark, hellish waters floated a doll. The doll was wearing the same vibrant clothes as my wife and had a deep, malicious smile displayed across its face. I screamed in pain as I knew my one true love was gone forever. There was no heaven for her. Her soul would rot inside this hellish doll for eternity. I collapsed to the ground and wept for hours. Then the mist returned. The mist had come back for me. Take me, I yelled. Nothing happened. The mist was trying to form some kind of shape. I could eventually make out what it was a finger pointing at a tree I had not noticed before. Just kill me now, I demanded. Nothing. I decided to look at the tree the finger was pointing at bizarrely. There, hanging from a noose, was a doll with the same dress my wife had been wearing. Sketchy. Like, real sketchy. Yeah. Oh, man. Would you go? I mean... Yes. I mean, I would go, too. I don't know if they're still doing tours or not. I think maybe they shut down because of COVID for a little bit, but I think they're back up now. So, but this was a really creepy story. Whether it's true or not, I mean, whoever, I mean, like I said, it is creepypasta, but so it may not be true, but still scary either way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on Ghost Adventures, I obviously don't believe everything that happens. Right. But like, it's cool to think that. Well, no, I think that the, the story... If I remember correctly, from Scared to Death, they, he did, like, a encounter tale, and it, they had, it was different from this one, but I think one of the dolls was talking to those people that went there, too. I think they heard it speaking, so. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I think know. it's definitely haunted. Oh, for sure, it's haunted. I mean, if we ever have the chance, we're definitely going to go, because I would love to, and it sounds like the tour that you take, like, or, um the boat ride that you take to get to the island is 
quite a ways like it seems like at least from where they left from in the story like well they did say that they left from the southeastern coast of california i believe yeah so i don't know how far away that was but looking at the map that's on the wall in front of me thank you vicky um i don't know where it was though in mexico so i don't know how far away it was so i don't know if they had to take like a boat ride from california to where they were staying in mexico and then they had to take another boat ride to the island i would assume since it's an island that it would be yeah i don't have all the the passports work too right but yeah i'd definitely go like yeah if i wasn't ever in mexico i'd probably go out of my way to see it yeah for sure we can always try and find some information and put it on the website too about yeah. you know how to do the tours how to get there and stuff like that so that would be cool i'll row myself there <laughs> i don't know what i'll miss. <laughs> i'll rent a boat there <laughs> oh my goodness my resources for this story were discovery.com wikipedia and creepypasta for the story that i found so i hope you guys enjoyed this i know it was a little shorter and probably could have been a little bit longer but i found what background i could just the basic gist of the story behind the island pretty much and then and really looking of, at the pictures will just yeah fill that, in the gaps of the scary part exactly so if, if you weren't scared listening to this just go look at the website and look at the pictures because i will try to find some of the creepiest pictures i can find of the island and i'm sure that maybe you'll find a doll in a red dress please stop oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> If I do, that'll be up there because I'll find it. I'll be like, doll in the red dress. Maybe this was the one from the story. His wife. Who knows? Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed the story and we'll see you later. That's it for today's show. Thanks for coming to hang out with us and listening to today's story. Don't forget, you can find us on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. All the links can be found on our website, 3, the number 3, not the word, 3amtalesofterror.com. You can also subscribe with your email for updates there as well. If you have any questions for us or story ideas, you can email us at info at 3amtalesofterror.com. We hope you'll join us next week. And we we hope hope you were terrified. terrified.